Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to another edition of Really Healthy. I'm Scott Mitchell. And I'm Melanie Douglas. We're super excited about our show today. We've got a lot to go through. A lot's going on. By the way, if you're wondering about the beard, I'm sure that you are. It's No Shave November, and we're doing this for a really good cause. You can actually support... Uh, my beard and all the money that we receive goes to the Huntsman Cancer Institute. And we'll probably put up on our website a link to go there. Uh, so uh, that's going on. Of course, Thanksgiving, it just happened. Huge rivalry week here in the state of Utah between BYU and the University of Utah. Uh, <laughs> but we got some fun stuff in our show. We've got, we've got a discussion about how your mind plays tricks on you for being healthy. We've got questions about cheese because we love cheese. We do. We're going to talk about post-workout nutrition. Yes, Is I'm super excited really about that. Is really the magic drink that everybody should be drinking after their workout? Sure we'll get to it. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> All right, but right now we're going to talk about me. Yeah. Enough about you. About let's you. talk about me. Yes, right? let's get back to that. Actually, enough about me. Let's talk about you. So what do you think about me? I think that you're doing awesome. So let's what? look at where. Okay, so you started at 379. Yes. You're at 350. 29 so pounds. Last week alone, you lost four pounds. Crazy. You've had a couple of really great weeks. How do you feel about it's your program? really It's really six pounds. Oh. Because the beard here uh, is oh. adding weight. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's it's even better mm-hmm. than it actually is. That's going to be fun. Okay, so. How am I doing? How do you feel about your program? Um. I, well, overall, I feel like I'm just committed to being healthy, and it's a process. Mm-hmm. I've lost weight rather fast, mm-hmm. and so this is a, a bit of a departure for me. Then, and 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 there have been times when I've been like, oh, am I, you know? So it's been a bit of a struggle, and and there have been times when I've had things that have gotten in the way, my schedule, my travel, and I've I've tried to maneuver through that as best I as best that I could. But sometimes I haven't done very well. I mean, I haven't done as, you know, like, I haven't been perfect. Let me just tell you, I have not been perfect. Nobody is. But I'm at a point right now where I'm like, oh, I'm kind of in a rut. I'm kind of like. An uh, energy rut, a routine rut. Routine rut. Not not the energy. No, I'm I'm good there. Um, But it's just, it's more of a routine. Uh, It's more of from the exercise part of it, maybe a little bit on the nutrition side. So what do I do? Do I just plow through it? It, Should I change it up? What should we do? You don't plow through it. Okay. You change your program. And I've been waiting and waiting for you to say this. Oh. Yeah, I really have. So what you've done, you've been doing a really steady cardio program, a base building program where you're 
hitting all your muscle groups with strength training, you're doing cardio training, you've been eating real foods, right? No, no crazy diet, just eating healthy foods, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So you've been doing this, and every week I usually ask you, I'm like, are you ready for a change? Are you ready for a change? You're like, nope, I'm doing good. And your journey has been really ideal in the fact that you started a new program that was comprehensive, you made all these changes, and you stuck to it, and you focused on it, and you've done well, and now you're bored, and that means you're ready for change. That means it's time to change your fitness program, and it's try, try, time to change your meal plan just a little bit. We're not going to like throw everything out the window and start over, but it's time to change. And that's what's going to get you out of the rut and back on track. And you're doing great. I shouldn't say back on track, but it's time for change. So is it helpful, um, you know, for people out there, if you're feeling like this, so changing it up. How, change how, it up. And, and how dramatic should that always be? Should it be like a complete overhaul? Should... Should it be, for me, it's really hard to exercise in the middle of the day to the evening. Yeah. I, for me, I have to exercise in the morning. Okay. I just have to. So don't so change I can't, what's working. Okay. I can't change that part of it, but. Right. So what, what, what changes should we do and should, the, and how dramatic should they be? It doesn't need to be dramatic. It can be something small, like saying, I'm going to take one of my workout days and I'm going to do yoga instead. Or I'm going to take one of my workout days and I'm going to go do ballroom dancing. Do you want to do that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but something different. Um, change one of your workout days. I can't days. dance, but I, yeah. Okay. I'd love to do that. Or or try a different meal plan <clears throat> approach where we might focus um, on plant fats or we might um, try some calorie control or we might try some intermittent fasting. But something to shake it up. It Your change doesn't even have to be like a life. It's not like a lifelong commitment. Okay? Could, could we have some fun? with this yeah i'm just thinking about this and, and this is totally you know you, i can't you, wait to hear your idea of fun this. let's do it is it possible like you you mentioned intermittent fasting is yeah. it possible to say hey let's let's maybe try a bunch of different types of of eating ideas maybe right. maybe it's a keto diet or or fasting um i'd be interested to just kind of try those for for maybe a month a, a couple of weeks just to kind of see do i really like this is this something that's helpful would that be a good thing to do? Yes. I think it's a good thing to do. So what happens is, um, I, again, I love how you started with the basics and the foundation. And now you're fine-tuning and you're learning what works for your body. And we all, have we all have unique metabolisms and DNA. And some people do really well with more fat. Some people do really well with lots of carbs. Some people like lots of protein and could never be a vegetarian. And so I think it's time for you to explore some different diets and kind of see what resonates with should you I try and a, your lifestyle. Should I try a vegan diet? Do you want to do that? I, you can. I, I've had vegan food before. I really like it, actually. You can make any diet pretty healthy. Um, what really makes it work is that you don't want any diet to be too monotonous. You always want some variety. Okay. So as long as you've got variety and as long as it works with your lifestyle so you're excited and you can execute your healthy healthy meals and do all that then i think you should try it so what are you going to try okay well um I, I really am open to whatever i've had a suggestion okay about uh eating for your blood type okay and what are your thoughts on that my thoughts on that are actually kind of what I just said. I don't think that it's specific to your blood type. I think there's something there, but it's not exactly, oh, you're type A, you should eat this. I think that what really is going on is your unique metabolism and your unique DNA. You might be better at metabolizing carbs, so you can eat more carbs. Or your body might be better at metabolizing protein or have higher protein needs, so you, you really thrive on a high-protein diet. 
So I think that um, exploring different diets and finding out what makes you feel satiated because sometimes you could you could eat 1,200 calories of lots of protein, 1,200 of lots of fat, 1,200 of lots of carbs, and you can see how you feel on those diets and go, wow, I actually felt really energetic, really full on the protein diet. So anyway, not necessarily for your blood type, but let's play around with a different diet for you. Okay. Maybe maybe we'll work on it after the show and we'll we'll surprise awesome. everyone next week with right. a new plan. I love it. Okay, Good. we're gonna do, all right, we're gonna take a break here. Uh, but when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about what you should actually eat or p- potentially drink. Do you really need chocolate workout. milk after your workout? Yes. Let's find out. Let's find that out. All right. You're listening to Really Healthy. Scott and Melanie will be back. Hey, welcome back to Really Healthy. Scott Mitchell, Melanie Douglas. By the way, please check us out on Facebook at the Really Healthy Podcast on Instagram and Facebook, sorry. And then also, we have a website. It's so wonderful. You just go to therealhealthyshow.com and you can uh, download our episodes. You can ask us questions. There are some full workouts there, meal plans. Yeah, it's really, really a, a neat place to go. And by the way, this is all free and we just want you to come be a part of this journey that I'm going on and Melanie's just been so wonderful to, to help me out in this. So we'd lo- love to have you. Okay. Okay. I've always heard like it's cardinal rule. You absolutely within one half an hour after working out, you need to eat something or drink something. Is that true? Cardinal Is, rule. Yeah. I know there are all kinds of rules out there. So, um, it do, you know depends. What a car- do you know what a cardinal rule is? Yes. It's like absolute <laughs> without no. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I don't have any cardinal rules when it comes to food, oh. honestly. Yeah, because life, I mean, life's so up and down and crazy and your body is pretty smart. Okay. And it can get by. But there are there are some guidelines. How about you? Let's so, use the word okay. guidelines. So do you do damage if you don't have something to eat within 30 minutes of actually working out? It depends on the workout and it depends on your goal. Okay. So I know people hate those kinds of answers, but let's say this. Um, in general, most people are working out to lose weight, right? Most of us are working out to lose weight or reduce incidence of disease or manage disease. So we always hear this rule. I hear it all the time at the gym. The perfect post-workout snack is chocolate milk, especially runners at races. You're seeing that it has the perfect carb to protein ratio. You know what chocolate milk has a lot of? Sugar. That's right. I don't think anybody needs more sugar in their diet, especially when you just worked out and you were trying to burn calories and get ahead, and then you go drink a bunch of sugar. So maybe for runners, it's fine. But for most of us that are going to the gym because we want to get stronger, lose some weight, and reduce our incidence of disease, all we need is water. If your workout's less than an hour, do some water, and then within an hour... That's all you need is just some water? I mean, we eat too much. We have too much in our bodies, right? I know when I was coaching high school football... The Utah Dairy Council, probably yeah. shouldn't say this, they donated chocolate milk to us. They came out on the field and everyone drank jo- chocolate milk after and, a practice. And you know what? Kids and athletes and marathon runners, different story. But we're talking about people who are going to the gym, you're trying to lose weight, build some muscle, right? Okay. So in general, you need to drink water, stay hydrated, and then focus on a meal. Just eat a meal within an hour or two of your workout. Your meal could be salmon and veggies. It could be eggs and some toast. But if you focus on a meal instead of trying to find the perfect snack or the perfect protein bar, we actually we actually end up eating more. 
more when we obsess about the post-workout snack because you eat more. You have your snack, and then you go home and have a meal too. So just focus on making your meal good. So as you're talking about this, I'm thinking of myself, and I'm like, all right, I I have a time that I work out, which is in the morning, Mm -hmm. and and that's, that's... that's a very that's almost a cardinal rule for me. Yeah. And I understand that there are times that, that change. For example, when I travel on the road, uh, usually on a Friday, and I, I usually have a really crazy morning to get gone and do everything I have to do. Yeah. I find myself getting to a hotel in the afternoon, and I'll sometimes work out in the afternoon. So there there are some variations. But my thought was, okay, I know when I'm going to work out most of the time, and right. I also know that after I work out, I'm probably going to have breakfast at some point. So that actually worked. So I guess whenever your your workout time is, is if you kind of can work it around when you might be having a meal, right. it works out and makes a whole lot of sense. Focus on do your workout, stay hydrated, and then eat a healthy breakfast within an hour or two. And that's your perfect post-workout snack. Now, that's just for a general, like, less than an hour workout. Let's say you did a, a long, hot, sweaty cardio workout, and you're just so thirsty, and you're like, I, I feel like I need something. You know what the best thing is? Orange juice. Oh, really? Orange juice rocks. It's got electrolytes. You've got potassium, and it, you've got a little bit of glucose, and you've got water and fluid. So long, sweaty cardio workout, try a glass of orange juice. It's great. Okay, so um, I when I was on The Biggest Loser, uh-huh. they were like... Um, make certain choices. So one of the taboos when I was on The Big Sluicer Uh was orange juice. No way. Yes. They were like... I disagree. Do not drink it because the, the the reason was is there's there's the equivalent of like what five oranges Uh potentially in a glass of orange juice where you could have one orange and be satisfied from it and not have all the extra calories. I'm just saying. I like... I, I like... Okay. I love orange juice. Okay, so one orange has 60 calories. Okay. So five oranges is 300 calories. Right. Uh, a glass of orange juice is between 80 and 100. So they're very similar. Oh. So that's not that's not correct information. So a glass of orange juice is great because, look, it's quick, it's got carbs, it's got electrolytes, and it kind of calms you down what so about you can go Gatorade? eat a healthy milk. I don't like Gatorade as much because it's got artificial colors okay. and sweeteners, and it's just got more than you need. Um, and we get plenty of sodium in our diet, but we don't get enough potassium, and orange juice has potassium, and that's one of the electrolytes we need to replace. So there's that. Okay. And there's one more workout real quick. One, one more workout. Yeah. Strength training. After a strength training workout, let's say you just worked your muscles, you're like trembling walking out of the gym, then you want to do a protein shake and a piece of fruit because you want a little bit of carbohydrate and some protein to replenish. So there's some kind of some guidelines based on the type of workout you're doing. And your goal. All right. So what what is a good protein shake? Because there's there's like a million. Right. Can can, can you put some suggestions on the website? Can, or, or, yeah. Or, we, are there some we, ways that we I could have... kind of just say, hey, here 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 are some really good um, protein shakes that that I like? Because there's different types of protein in oh, the yeah. protein shake, right? Yep. Is whey protein good for you? Is it egg protein? What? Just think of it like this, way easy. It's way easy. Way, whey easy. protein is the easiest one. It fits most people's goals. It's the cheapest. Um, it comes the cleanest. So I recommend whey. Gold standard whey, natural. Doesn't have any artificial flavors or colors. It's just good, clean whey protein. Um, do some of the protein shakes have a lot of sugar in them? They have artificial sweeteners. And it's really interesting because think of this, right? 
Um, if you saw a bodybuilder leaving the gym and he was drinking a Diet Coke, wouldn't you be like, gross, why is he doing that? <laughs> right? Or she, he or right. she. But if you saw a bodybuilder walking out of the gym drinking a protein shake, you're like, oh, they're so healthy. Guess what? They have the same artificial sweetener in them, both the soda and the protein shake. So, yeah, it's got some protein, but it also has other stuff we don't need. So I like to focus on natural way um, or plant-based protein, which is pea protein, P-E-A, pea protein. That's a, that's a common plant protein that we're seeing. So is it, So can you get like powder form? Powder form. Is best or not? Or Doesn't or, matter. Or, or, Mix it up, throw okay. some fruit in. Um, they come ready to drink, but yeah. But those are pretty those. good. We'll put more on the website. Okay. Yeah, because I'm, I'm very interested in this. All right, we're, we're going to take a break again. I know. We like to take breaks. But we'd like to come back, to. We'd like you to come back. And we'd like that you're actually here. Uh, in our last segment, we're going to talk about you can actually be uh, hurting yourself by eating healthy. Plus, we've got a couple of uh, nutrition and fitness tips for you. You don't want to miss these. Really healthy. We'll be back in just a minute. Welcome back to Really Healthy. Scott Mitchell, Melanie Douglas here. All right, this article came out. we got to get right to it. Uh, I thought this was really fascinating because you always think, well, I, you know, I'm going to bypass the, the, the really heavy fatty meal, the big steak, all of those. You're going to order yeah. the salad. I'm going to get the salad. I'm going to be healthy. Yes, and, and so, sometimes that can be a bad thing. Yeah, so this article is called Death by Salad, Two Reasons Healthy Food May Make You Fat. So it kind of catches your eye, like, how could healthy food make you fat? So the first reason is that sometimes healthy food is more fattening. I mean, a salad, if you look at the nutrition information, a salad can have more calories than a cheeseburger. So it depends on the ingredients, just like anything you eat. If it's covered in cheese and chips and meat and dressing, dressing and yeah. yeah, it's over the top. So that's the first reason. But the second reason was pretty interesting, too. Right. So the second reason was that healthy food may actually change. It does change the way you think about food. And because you think it's healthy, <laughs> you think you're not going to be full or satisfied. And therefore, you're not full or so satisfied. So you eat more of it. So you eat more. So this is totally, this is my way of thinking. Yeah. Hey, if it's good for me, have a dozen. <laughs> right. And that's actually not a good thing for you, right? Yes. I mean, can, can you actually eat too much healthy food? You can eat too much of anything. So like... 3,000 calories of broccoli so, is 3,000 yeah. so calories. So if I ate, like, a whole bunch of carrots, that's actually a bad thing, right? I mean, they've actually had people that have yeah. turned orange from eating carrots. Oh, I haven't heard that, but okay. Oh, yeah, it's true. <laughs> it, yeah, it happens all the time. Didn't you watch Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory? Oh, yeah, She turned yeah. purple, violet. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, it's chewing gum. Don't chew yeah. so much gum. Yeah. So, so, so how do we overcome this mindset of, of going, you know, having to be satisfied with I've eaten a healthy meal and and I should be okay right now. How do you get over that hump? Well, I think the first thing you do is you realize that it's happening and you stop yourself. So our common reaction to something healthy is to assume we won't be full or we can eat more of it or we won't be satisfied. And to realize that happens and to stop classifying food as healthy or unhealthy and to catch yourself and go, you know what? I'm going to eat this beautiful salad that has like beans and spinach and feta cheese and I'm going to enjoy this salad and then you're going to feel full and satisfied instead of saying, oh, I have to eat this healthy salad. I'm not going to be full. I wish I could eat what they're eating. I think recognizing the thought process and stopping it is a huge step. 
Yeah. So you, so your brain, people, is a part of, of actually being healthy and having that awareness yeah. and reprogramming your, your brain to a healthier out, outcome. Because, um, and I've said this before, you know, when you have a donut or a piece of cake, you have that instant gratification for it. And you go, how can this that tastes so good to me right now, how can this be bad for me? And yet exercise is kind of hard and you sweat yeah. and you get tired and all that. And that's actually what's better. And so it's kind of, it's re- reprogramming your brain to see um, that it's actually better for you to do something that maybe might be a little bit more challenging. Like, hey, it, it's okay that I had less. It's healthy. It's good. And I'm going to be just fine. Yeah. I think a part of reprogramming your brain is instead of thinking about how it tastes or feels right when you're eating it, thinking about what it does on the inside. Because that's a whole different, right? Because when you exercise, if you think about what that does on the inside, you're like, wow, that's really cool. I'm getting stronger. If you eat spinach or kale, you're like, wow, that's giving me fiber and nutrients. If you eat a Twinkie, your body, you're like, oh, I just dumped a bunch of sugar and fat. Into yeah, my and, and that Twinkie usually turns into like 10. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just like, because you never can be satisfied with those empty calories. Yeah. yeah. So fascinating. So, yeah. Um, and, and also just being aware of when you have a salad. What actually the the caloric content of a salad is is a huge thing. It can be a problem. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're going to move on. So Carolyn Hardy said on the podcast, uh, you said no cheese all week. No, I'm so mean. You're going to cut Brutal. out the cheese. No cheese for a week. So I was always taught that white cheese in moderation is okay. The yellow orange cheese is processed, hence why it's not as healthy. What are your thoughts? So most cheeses are the same. So if it comes to like Swiss or cheddar, or any sliced thick melty cheese. Like if it melts and it it melts all over your pizza, your taco, your burger, those are the cheeses we need to eat less of. But small flavorful cheeses that you can crumble, like feta or gorgonzola or some goat cheese, those are lower in calories and fat and a little bit healthier. And you can use less of them and you get more flavor for less cheese. See, I always thought that uh, like the yellow cheese came from the brown cows, the white cheese came from the white cows. And the Swiss cheese came from the spotted cows. That is misinformation. That's misinformation. <laughs> see, you've learned a lot. Of, see, I learned this. I, it's not the color of your cow that produces the cheese. I live on a farm. I know. <laughs> you know I all am an expert. <laughs> okay. That's awesome. Okay, good, good stuff to know. Yeah. And, and I love flavorful cheeses. I really do. They're, 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 they're awesome. They're better. Yeah. They're wonderful. Okay. All right. We're moving on to um, our fitness our challenge. Our fitness challenge it's and so easy. our nutritional challenge of the week. Yeah. Okay. All our fitness challenges this week is to do something active, but you have to invite your family or your friends. Okay. So pick an activity so and is, invite is, somebody. Is going to the movie with your family, is that active? If you do jumping jacks through the whole movie. <laughs> what, if you, what if you parked like really far away and you walked a long way to the movie? Um, okay, fine. I mean, I'll give you some credit for if that's a so new not, thing you've not, never it's, done it's, before. Well, so, so, like, what are what are some good? Act- I'm, I'm being kind of silly here. What are but, what are some of the the activities that are? You good? know what? I go to the gym all the time by myself, and so when I try to get my kids to come, I'm like, hey, come to my class, or come with me, and we'll go shoot hoops, or family swimming day. Everybody goes swimming. Swimming is a great activity. Oh, that would actually be um, kind of fun. Go do an activity. Go, Everyone go take a tennis lesson or go take a dance lesson. Ball, or, I know. I was thinking ballroom I dancing. I know. See, I got yeah, you on the ballroom I know. dancing I love thing. that. Okay. So are there places, because I've never, I mean, I know like at universities they have a ballroom dance class and teams and all that. Are there places that you can go take dance lessons? Oh, yeah, for I'm sure. I'm terrible dancing, and I actually would like to get a little bit of a groove. Yeah. Is it? Is there hope for me? 
yes, there's hope for everybody. When music, when you have good music and a good teacher, there's hope. But, you know, a lot of places will offer a free lesson. There are community centers that do it discounted. And even if you do have to pay for it, think of how much money you would spend if your family went out for pizza or out to dinner. I mean, I have six kids. We go out to dinner. It's expensive. We could have gone bowling like nine times for the right. price. So Okay, so what's our food challenge? Okay, Nutrition. so our food Sorry. challenge, I just did this just yesterday, is to throw three junk foods out of your pantry. Just get rid of them completely. Throw them away. I Look, you, they might be full. You can give them away to someone who can afford the junk food maybe, um, younger kids or the athletes or something, but get rid of them, throw them away. Um, I'm sure you have three things in your pantry that you don't need. Get rid of them. Wow, that'll be a lot of fun. Okay, love this stuff. Uh, you can check out this challenge, all of our other challenges. We have workout um, programs, nutritional programs on our website, thereallyhealthyshow.com. We're so glad you came and joined us today, and please come back and join us again. You can find us on the Really Healthy Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you so much, Melanie. Yep. Uh, All right. Uh, Really Healthy is now over, and we want you to have a really, really healthy day. We'll talk to you soon. (laughs) 